What's going on? Welcome to today's Seven Figures Club podcast. Leo Cannell here. And in today's podcast, we're going to break down why this one emotion is or will kill your business and ruin your life. How my lack of controlling this one emotion led me to kind of act like a victim and was part of my uh, downfall uh, several years ago before I was able to learn how to control and become self-aware of this emotion and how it helped me create multiple seven figures businesses when I did. So let's go. There are over 32 million businesses in the US and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. All right. So last night, um, my son, Marcus, he is, he is 11. He'll be 12 uh, next year. And he's a, he's a sports guy. He loves uh, sports, football, soccer, uh, athletics in general, you know, big hikes, climbing. I mean, he, he's, uh, he's very athletic, uh, can do a bunch of backflips on tramps and good wakeboarder, snowboarder. And so on his premier soccer team, and like this, this is serious, right? This premier soccer team travels across the country tournaments across the country uh they get to championship games all the time uh very talented hard-working group they've been together just a couple years now and they've got a great coach who uh played uh, professionally in brazil and uh, now lives in utah with his family his son's on the team as well and so interestingly enough as in all sports there can be a lot of -of out-of-control rage that can happen in these games. Things can get very emotional. Sometimes coaches and and uh, parents and so forth live vicariously through their children's sports experiences, and you know think back to wishing they were still playing. And and so there's all this emotion that carries over. It's your own children out there playing. Things can get out of hand. Referees can make horrible, horrible calls, and you wonder what in the world they're thinking. And so the team my son and his team were playing last night was a team that they played, I want to say, three, four weeks ago. And for the first time ever, I've been to a lot of you know, soccer and football games, but I've never seen a game called off and ended early because it's just out of control. And that is exactly what happened. Uh, and it was at a tournament about three, four weeks ago, and the game got so out of control, the referee was calling such terrible calls, and uh, our, our coaches just, my son's coaches just lost it, and, uh, but they were actually less out of line than the referees were, and so anyway, the refs gave uh, the coach a red card. You get a red card in soccer, you can't play or coach the next game. But my wife got involved and kind of helped uh, negotiate, and she had stuff on video to show how terrible and out of touch the refs were with reality in the game. And so, you know, our our coach, uh, my son's coach, got to come back and coach that next game. So anyway, with that as kind of a backdrop, and I don't know what else is going on in uh, my son's coach's life. He's a good guy, and he works hard. He spends a lot of time trying to teach these kids the right way to play soccer. But before the game even starts, before they even warm up, and I wasn't even there, apparently the coach just loses it and he's just screaming and yelling at these 
11-year-old uh, boys to, you know, play better and to, you know, bring their energy. And, he, and there's just a lot of negativity, a lot of anger. And as I talked to other parents after the game, they thought a lot of it stemmed back from, you know, the way he, the, the coach felt and how he was treated, you know, uh, several weeks ago. You know, and, and he is uh, from Brazil, so there's always, you know, I'm sure he hasn't been dealt with uh, fairly, and, and there can be some, you know, different uh, things like uh, like that when you're an immigrant uh, in the country. And so I'm, I'm sure that's part of his perspective as well. But so he just loses his crap on these kids, and they haven't even done anything wrong. The game, the game hasn't started. They haven't even warmed up. And so before it even starts, he's lost it. And the energy level of these boys is just destroyed. And they go out there and they play a terrible game. And what's crazy is uh, a couple weeks before that, they made it to the championship game. And to get to the championship game in this tournament, they actually beat the number one team in the state, a team better than the team they're playing last night, and uh, and beat them. And just an amazing amazing display of improvement and uh, guts and, and will by my son's team to get to that championship game and beat the number one team in the state to do it. And yet, because of the way things started, because of his coach's anger and lack of controlling that uh, anger and, and emotion, he's killed the team in the game before it even starts. And they get destroyed six to nothing. Uh, my son is uh, the keeper. Uh, he usually plays half, so there's two keepers, and so he allowed three goals, and the other keeper also allowed three goals. And, and my son, the last five games, has played extremely well. I think he's only allowed a couple goals out of the last five games, which is exceptional with a, a youth premier soccer team and league. So my point in sharing this story is I've seen, you know, in my 18 years of entrepreneurship, I've seen how anger and that lack of controlling that anger destroys people's businesses. It destroys relationships and partnerships and destroys, you know, uh, success. I mean, and it bleeds into all areas of life where people spend so much of their time being angry. And when you're angry and you're pissed off, you are not thinking objectively. You're not thinking logically. You're dominated by emotions that uh, are often incorrect and biased and are not the best of you. And I see this disease perpetrating throughout humanity. And it's at an all-time high right now. We've got all the polarized bullshit politicians and all the bullshit we see on media every single damn day in this country. And it's this out-of-control anger that's killing relationships. It's killing families. It's killing our all-American heritage and concepts and values that we hold dear. And it needs to stop because it is a cancer that needs to be eradicated. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm asking you to reach deep inside and become self-aware. Now, my lack of controlling these negative, angry emotions that I had uh, stemmed back from one of my first businesses. It was a multi-seven-figure business. I took uh, profits from it, invested in real estate, and this is before the crash of 08 and 09, and I'm a young kid. I think I'm a badass and, and uh, seeing a lot of success. I'm making more money than my 
uh, attorney father, I'm a, a young entrepreneur, business owner. And when that market crashes and my real estate and my finance company, uh, mortgage finance company in real estate just crashes all at once, although nearly 80, 90% of the lenders we worked with at that time went out of business. Everybody I know is, is filing bankruptcy and uh, lose, losing everything, millions of dollars put in real estate. I, I bought and sold uh, five, $6 million in real estate and was holding on to some really big projects that crashed. And it was an ugly time. I even had a negative news story about, uh, about uh, you know, one of our businesses. And going through that, and then I, I transitioned to uh, another business that was, uh, that was currency trading and did really well and then got a bunch of capital into that and uh, you know saw a little bit of a drawdown. And so then I actually hired this other guy to trade all of our accounts and he literally bombed them all. And, and uh, so I was at this bottom terrible place in my life, the worst place ever, by the way. And that's when I started buying into, I'm a victim. It's not my fault, it's everyone else's fault. And I got encompassed with all of this negative emotion and anger, and it just ruined every aspect of my life. My relationship with uh, you know, my children at the time, my wife, partners, friends, family, and it all stemmed from this out of control anger and emotion. And when I became self-aware of it, I recognized this is ruining my life. I've got to stop. I've got to, the first thing you do is you realize you can't complain anymore. All right, complaining's out. I'm not ever going to complain. That's gone. And then the second thing, all right, I'm not going to criticize people anymore. They all have their own experiences. It's a waste of time for me to be criticizing. Now, it doesn't mean I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm naive and I don't recognize and identify problems, especially employees and people on our team or you know clients that aren't being honest with themselves uh, there still has to be you have to face the brutal facts and and be objective there but you don't let the anger consume you and you're self-aware and you realize i'm not going to let that happen and so when i started to become aware of this and i'm like and and a great book to get you back on track with this is how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie or carnegie however you want to say it wonderful book and in it some of the core concepts that he teaches is don't complain don't criticize and don't condemn and when you turn on your tv today or you stream whatever you're watching what's the first thing the news does they're complaining they're criticizing they're condemning they don't look at their own shortfalls they don't share i mean 99.9 percent .9 of what we see out there it's negative it's shit it's bringing our society down. It's how can uh, someone be, how can we portray a story to show this? there's massive injustice and everybody's getting screwed and America sucks. And that's a bullshit ideology that's not based in fact. It's not based in truth. And it needs to stop. And it starts with each of us who are listening, who are trying to better ourselves because the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones that are constantly self-improving. And the only way for you to self-improve is to identify where you're falling short, become aware of it, and then find out what that solution is. So in, in this case, when I was a victim, I'm complaining, I'm criticizing, condemning, it's always someone else's fault and not my own. I stopped complaining. 
I'm going to stop criticizing. I'm not going to condemn anybody. Somebody uh, makes a mistake. I'm certainly going to have to acknowledge it, and, and we're going to all move together. But it's not going to be a criticizing, condemning thing. It's how can we help? How can I solve? How can I be part of the solution? What am I doing wrong? It's accountability. It's assuming control. And once I did this, all of a sudden, everything changed. Literally from uh, the, the, the worst of the worst, bankruptcy, failure at a massive level, things slowly start to turn around. I start an online e-commerce business with a partner. It starts to grow. It starts to take care of our bills. I start another business that helps people who are in foreclosure because when you have a bunch of properties in foreclosure, you learn how to be pretty good at uh, working stuff out with lenders and win-win solutions. And so I started to help uh, hundreds of people with that. And boy, those were some of the best testimonials ever. Very grateful people. And, and then moved on, of course, into the business funding space where you know, been able to establish uh, multiple multi-seven-figure businesses in that space and help uh, serve thousands of entrepreneurs to get the financing they need and create their dream business and dream life. And it all started, as I look back at it, it all started with me becoming self-aware of the anger and the rage and the out-of-control shit that was in my mind and getting under control of that and becoming self-aware of it and it changed everything. It changed everything. Because before, nobody wanted to be around me. I didn't tra attract successful people. When I changed that mindset, all of a sudden people wanted to follow me. And we would grow businesses very fast and we'd hire a lot of people and we'd create cultures. And as I'm doing that again in, in our current uh, company here with, at Seven Figures Funding and the sevenfigures.com uh, platform and this podcast and uh, rubbing elbows with some of the most successful entrepreneurs you know in the country i'm telling you get this one emotion anger rage under control become aware of it eliminate it eliminate the complaining the criticizing the condemning it doesn't mean you're naive you identify the brutal facts and the problems but you focus immediately on those solutions. And sometimes those problems can be, you know, a, a bad employee, a negative employee, and you're gonna have to, uh, you know, as they say, hire slow but fire fast when that happens. But it starts with you, the culture that you bring. I'll give you another example. In one of, uh, in one of the businesses, uh, one of my funding businesses, we merged in 2015. Uh, with another company. It was uh, me and, and another gentleman. And, uh, and I'd worked with him for the previous six months, uh, taking him out boating with my family. And he, he, you know, he was a single dad, um, taking care of his daughter, got sole custody, very impressive. And for six months, the first six months that we worked together before we came together, gr things were great. We opened an office together. We started to hire employees and grow our business. I remember the first month we did like 40 grand in sales. We were just super excited. Six months later, we're up to $100,000 a month in sales. We're growing. And then he stops working and he starts complaining and criticizing, condemning. And most importantly, he's not self-aware that when he comes in the office, he brings this horrible attitude, this negative cloud. And it soon became... Boy, we just wished that he, on days he would stay home, oh, things were good in the office. When he came in, a cloud of shit came into the office, 
and everybody would struggle. And eventually, eventually, you know, I had to had to leave that uh, that company that we had kind of merged together and uh, started another one. And a lot of the, you know, most of the employees uh, came with me at the new venture, and and uh, things were, you know, and, and there's this constant cycle that that can happen in business. But again. The, the negativity, the anger, the rage, he, he goes to this, uh, this crazy place in California where people are getting together, he gets in a fight, he gets his head hurt, he can't go to work for weeks. Like, this is where he's at, and I don't, I don't think he recovered, unfortunately. I think after I left, that business went out of business, he just went straight down, and super unfortunate, because a guy with a lot of talent, a lot of ability, and, and just... Overall, I would say your biggest enemy, nine times out of ten, is yourself. If you can dominate yourself, become aware of who you are, what your strengths and weaknesses are, identify those weaknesses, focus on how to resolve them, and constantly improve and not lie to yourself. People are so damn good at lying to themselves, so good at becoming a victim, and it's always someone else's fault. As soon as you get rid of that victim mindset and you take control and assume control over everything in your life and you dominate that angry emotion, everything changes. So my invitation, eliminate that anger, get control. It's the same thing when, it, when you, know, you have this angry client. We all have them. It doesn't matter how good you are. There's going to be some naysayers and negative, angry client. And I'll just resolve those. In our company, we resolve them as quickly as possible. We might lose some money. That's okay. We'll get rid of that negative energy and move on. We're not even going to. When they throw a massive, you know, negative fit and criticize and condemn and, and don't aren't honest with themselves, we're just going to find a solution to just close that deal out and move on real fast. When you hold on to negative energy, it always brings you down. So that, my friends, is today's invitation. Heartfelt, hope, hopefully you can become self-aware, honest with yourself of the, the weaknesses and remove that anger and negativity from your life. If you do, I promise you're going to see massive, massive success. Make today great. Be legendary, as uh, Tom Bilyeu says, uh, co-founder of Quest, and make make today count. Time is limited. The older I get, the more I realize I cannot waste any time. Okay, thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time on the Seven Figures Club podcast. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.